You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. In the fall of 2013, Gary Temple Bodley began channeling a group of non-physical teachers known as Joshua. Soon thereafter, Joshua asked Gary to start writing. They have since produced four books and answered hundreds of questions in written form. In the spring of 2016, on the Law of Attraction cruise, Gary underwent hypnosis and Joshua spoke through him for the first time. Since that time, Gary has been practicing channeling Joshua verbally in live weekly calls with one-on-one students. These Joshua calls are now available to those of you joining us on the leading edge of thought. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is Joshua Live. We're thrilled you're here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today, we have a very interesting podcast for you. It is all about alchemy. And as I used to think about alchemy, it was transforming a metal construct such as tin into a more valuable construct such as gold. Well, I think this is just an analogy for what true alchemy is. It's really changing our mental construct from limited to more empowering, to more clear, to more neutral. When you think of your mental construct, it's full of all your beliefs and your approach to life and your desires and preferences and the things you fear and all that. And so most people have a very victim-y mental construct that's full of darkness and fear and all those things. And as we transform that mental construct, we make it clear. And that is the idea of neutrality. So I think you're really going to find this one interesting. I sure did. Um, if you'd like to learn more about Joshua, visit theteachingsofjoshua.com. If you'd like to join our Facebook group, it's called Friends of Joshua. And on the website, we have some free meditations. There's a seven-day course you can take. And also, Joshua's first book, A Perception of Reality, is now available. And you can buy that on the website itself. And it comes as a... um, service that is just like audible so you can play it and pause it and fast forward it and all kinds of stuff like that so check that out it's a perception of reality the audiobook so without further ado let's get started we are thrilled to be here hi joshua well you understand now that you're all on a journey of self-discovery and that you came into this life and this incarnation as who you believe yourself to be which is a representation of who you are in the non-physical, to understand more about who you are, who everyone else is, how the conditions actually are created or manifested, how you can manifest whatever you want, whoever you want to be. There's nothing off limits. You can do, have, and be anything you choose, but you have to understand that you come in with a limited perspective, and that limited perspective is always limited compared to the higher perspective of who you are in the non-physical and who you'll be tomorrow. And so the things you think you want are based in a limited version of you. And so most of the time, the things you think you want are not what you truly want. What you truly want is to go joyfully along your journey of self-discovery, expanding with every experience in ease and neutrality. Neutrality is the key to all this because if you think about it, if you are longing for some desire that's based in something you don't have right now, well, then you're distracted a little bit. You're thinking of something that is not perfect in the moment right now. You're wishing for something to happen. And so when you receive inspiration that will move you along in your journey of self-discovery, 
if that inspiration does not line up with what you think you want, well, you might not want to do that thing. You might think it's not a good idea. You might be indecisive or have some doubt or have some fear. If you don't really understand who you truly are, if you're thinking of yourself in the limited terms, well, then the greater evolution of who you are might be kept at bay for a while because you have fear and doubts. You might be thinking that you should be following the maxims of some leader or some ideology. Some um, society might say, this is what you should be doing. This is the good thing to be doing. This is how you should behave. You might be following along those things. And then manifestation events come up and they cause negative emotion and you are believing that you might not be doing something right because if you're doing it we're doing it right well why would these things be happening to you and of course that's often the perspective of the limited version of you that thinks of itself as an individual disconnected from source disconnected from all that is disconnected from your fellow man and disconnected from your conditions the idea here is to bring in more connection, more connection, more connection, to move forward on your journey of self-discovery, to not play it so safe, to not stay in your comfort zone, to push out of that comfort zone. But of course, you're always bumping up against this limited idea of who you are because in the moment, that's all you have to work with. You don't have any examples of yourself as a less limited version yet. But all the inspiration that comes to you and all the manifestation events that happen are moving you in this direction. So you can't actually stay still. This is the law of the universe. Every single thing is in motion. Every single thing is vibrating. Now it's either vibrating at a lower frequency or a higher frequency. If it's vibrating at a lower frequency, if it's vibrating at the lowest frequency that there is, one of absolute fear, it's still moving. It's still moving forward. And if it's vibrating at the highest frequency of source itself, it seems as if it's still because it is so calm, so at ease, so at peace, but it is moving at a infinitely accelerated rate so fast that it can't appear to be actually in motion. It appears to be stable, static. Think about your bicycle wheel as it's moving along. You can't really see the spokes of the wheel moving might even seem like there are no spokes of that wheel. But you know that if you slow it down, if you slow the picture down, you'll see the spokes and you'll realize they're moving. At a high speed, it seems like they're not moving. And so the higher that you can move your vibration, the more you will be actually moving. The more your cells are moving, the more your thoughts are moving, the more your desires are being manifested, the more you're on your journey of self-discovery, the more accelerated this journey becomes. You've all come here to experience an exponential acceleration in your journey of self-discovery. And so your vibration is rapidly accelerating, becoming higher and higher and higher. If you're holding on to any limitation, any old limiting beliefs, well, there's great conflict between where you are in your path moving forward and that old belief that you're holding on to. And this has to come through in a manifestation event or in some resistant thought or in some inner conflict. And so if you're proficient at processing your limiting beliefs, doing the manifestation event forms and seeing it off in the higher perspective, it's easier for you to let those things go. And so you rapidly increase your vibration. As you increase your vibration, you become more emotionally sensitive, more aware, and you gain higher levels of clarity and confidence. Those are all associated with higher vibrational levels of being.
If you can think about the masses and their lives living in fear, what's actually happening is that they're passengers on the ship. They don't really have any authority or agency over their lives. Things happen to them, they react to those things in fear, and then they're off on a tangent exploring the inauthentic version of them. Now, it's still an exploration, and so it's always valuable, always good. But you are actually the captain of the boat. And actually, there are no passengers on your ship. You are solely responsible for the navigation of your vessel. You can take it anywhere you want to go. You can explore any coastline. You can go travel to any far-off land. You choose where you want to go. But that inherently means that you'll have to trust that there is another form of guidance going on there. That it's not you by yourself in that ship. That you are actually being directed through inspiration, intuition, direct communication with your inner self, the source itself, to bring you the most pleasant, elegant, wonderful voyage beyond anything you can imagine. There is no one outside of you to look for for guidance. That is the belief of the masses. They are constantly looking for guidance, constantly asking others for their opinion, constantly following some leader. You've crossed over that threshold now. You understand that no one knows what's right for you other than you. And so when you take agency over your vessel and decide where you want to go, you might assume it might be nice to just stay in port. This is a nice enough location. There's facilities are here. It's interesting. But you have to remember that you're the explorer and that you're always in motion. And you're not built for staying at one place. You are built to explore. And if you have a bit of fear about that exploration, well, things are going to come along to point out the limiting beliefs that are causing that fear. Manifestation events will come. The masses tend to believe that these manifestation events are bad things because it seems from their perspective that things are happening to them and they wish those things wouldn't happen. If only I had more money or more time or more people loved me or somehow I was better, then I would be happy, then everything would go well, then I could finally enjoy this life. And what they tend to do in such resistance to the manifestation events that are coming simply to show them limiting beliefs, what they tend to do is long for an afterlife where all is pleasant, all their worries are eased, and they can live there in peace for eternity. But that's not what's going to happen. When you transition to the non-physical, you will understand exactly why the system is in place and why you came here in the first place, and you will be so excited to jump into another life. You will not care about the non-physical. That feeling is great, it's enjoyable, it's peaceful, it's fine, but nothing much is going on there. You want to get back into the action because you're an explorer. And you know that every exploration, you learn more and you grow and you expand. And so you very much want to come in here. So if we were to tell this to the masses, they would say, no, we don't want to endure another life of suffering. And we say, there's no need to suffer. The suffering is due to your mental construct. And if you would learn the skill and the techniques of alchemy, you could alter that mental construct, not your outside conditions, not the other people, not anything about yourself, just that mental construct. 
you can turn it from a low vibrational mental construct into a high vibrational mental construct. And that high vibrational mental construct now allows you to have faith in the system and to receive the guidance that you came to receive, that you knew would, you would receive coming in here. You now change that mental construct so that it's a higher vibration and accesses more direct energy. But you can't access or you can't alter that mental construct if you're holding on to old limiting beliefs that do not serve you. A rigid, low vibrational mental construct is full of limiting beliefs that have never been challenged. A high vibrational construct is neutral. There aren't a lot of limiting beliefs and the beneficial beliefs are taken with a grain of salt. Okay, great. I'm a nice person. Fine. What does that mean? I'm successful. Fine. What does that mean? I've never made a bad decision in my life. Fine. That's great. I'm perfect as I am. I always have been perfect. I always will be perfect. There's nothing to worry about. That's the state of neutrality. And so if you think about a limited mental construct, if you can imagine a cube and the cube is very smoky, very dark, the limited mental construct is opaque. It's heavy. And a higher vibrational mental construct is more clear. There's it's a crystal cube. You can see right through it. It's easy to see. It almost looks empty. It's empty of the limiting beliefs and it's empty of attachments to outcome. It's empty of desires based in fear. It's empty of all those things that the masses are holding on to. And it is neutral. In this state, you now are connected directly with source consciousness flowing through you, with the love energy of source flowing through you, with no need to direct it yourself, to let that come through you and to know with, with absolute certainty that every single inspired idea will leave you further on your journey of self-discovery exactly as you intended prior to your birth. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question. So. I'm working with the neutrality piece again, and I like the cube that you were just in because the word neutral to me feels like my car isn't moving. And so when I'm thinking about my ship, as you were talking about, which I also like the idea of, I wanna go out and explore, but when I think about being neutral, I feel like I'm sitting in one place. And so can you help me through that limiting belief that neutral is not moving or is not fun and exciting, which is what I don't wanna lose? What do you think is fun and exciting? I think doing things that I enjoy. So I look for the conditions such as I was just traveling and really enjoying being around new experiences and new people and learning. And so I strive for those things. I look for those things, but I realize that's changing the conditions and running away from the things that I don't find to be high vibrational, which I understand now is perspective, but... So that's a perfect analogy for this idea of neutrality. Okay. You have a set of things or preferences and you have some things you don't like. And so you say, well, if I'm moving towards the preferences, if I'm moving towards the things I like, if I'm doing traveling and going to new places and all these things, then I can sort of take my mind off or escape the things I don't like. And so you're going off in some direction and the impetus for that is generally based in the escape or the moving away from the things you don't want. Mm -hmm. So we say, become neutral. Take it 
as an equal thing. The things you hate and the things you love are the same things, but different degrees of those things. Say you hated the cold and you wanted to go to the warm. So now you're in the warm and you say, well, this is better than the cold. So you're in the warm, but you're so used to this duality idea that you're saying, well, it's 68 degrees. I wish it was 70 degrees. And then it goes to 72 degrees and you go, oh, I wish it was 70 degrees. So it's too hot at 72 and too cold at 68. So you're trying to get to 70 and then you're 70 and a half and 69 and a half. You're never quite at that 70. And you don't have any control over getting to the 70 because you can't control the weather and that sort of thing. So now, okay, well, let's find a place that's more often closer to 70 degrees. And so you move and move and move. Now, that little difference here between 70 and a half degrees and 69 and a half degrees is the same between hate and love, cold and hot. You've just narrowed the range, but you're still in this duality. This isn't quite right. This isn't quite right. This is too cold. This is too hot. And we're only talking about a one degree difference. Mm -hmm. So that's not neutral. Neutrality says that where I am in this moment is absolutely perfect. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is right. It's all neutral. From my limited perspective, I'm going to make decisions based on preferences. Get away from the cold and move to the, towards the hot. But that's only because I think the cold's bad and the hot's good. If I didn't think the cold was bad, I wouldn't run away from it. If I didn't think the hot was good, I wouldn't run to it. I'm excited about the hot because at least it gets me away from the cold. But then I'm sort of moving, doing all this movement based on these belief systems about what's good and what's right, what's bad and what's wrong, all these things. And so you're zigzagging all over the place, trying to create a reality that is closer to what you imagine is better, but you haven't addressed what you think is wrong or bad. And we say, since there is no wrong or bad anywhere in the universe, everything you think is wrong or bad is based on a limiting belief. The limiting belief is limiting. It limits you from moving towards you actually intended to go, where you actually want to go. So the masses are moving away from the cold to the hot, moving away from the bad to the good. Now that's great because it creates this evolutionary process of more freedom, more growth, more abundance, more health, more well-being. And you can see that over time, society has moved towards more freedom, towards more equality, towards more abundance, towards more good, and away from the bad. But no matter how far you get to the good, there will always be something that's bad because everyone is trying to run away from the bad. So you come to this present day, 2022, more abundance than has ever existed on this planet ever, more freedom ever, more equality than ever, more higher level thinking, more technology, more access to information, more access to communication, more ability to connect, connect, connect. And you see most of the masses are living in fear, wishing things were different, even harping back to the old days. Oh, the good old days, the good old days. Why can't it be like the good old days? Because that mental construct is in duality. It's still saying there's good and bad, there's right and wrong. And so no matter where they go, it's going to have this belief system that says, I have to keep chasing the carrot on the end of the stick. I have to keep going for that. Now that's good for them because it allows them to move forward and have expansive experiences, but they're still doing it in fear and suffering and discontentment and dissatisfaction. 
We're saying, let's change all that. You have come here to expand upon that, to move to a completely new level of being, a radically new approach to life, where you say there can't be anything wrong in this universe because the universe is perfect. The universe is perfectly designed. There's no luck. There's nothing random. There's no chance. There's no coincidences. Everything is working out perfectly for every member, every form of consciousness in the entire universe. Every ant, every squirrel, every human, every mountain range, every planet, every solar system, every galaxy. It's all working out perfectly. So you know that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe. You've been told, look at the good things, look at the good things, because that's what society wants you to look at. Society wants you to be good because it keeps them feeling safe. Society wants you to be productive. Society wants you to add something to it. But a society isn't addressing what it thinks is bad. In fact, it's reestablishing this notion of imperfection. It's saying that you have to look at the wrong and the evil and the bad so that you can protect yourself from it. Now, would a creator ever want to protect themselves from anything? If they're the creator of it, and if it shows up, it has to be for some benefit because there is no luck. There are no chances. Nothing is random. It has to come. It's designed to come. It's inherent in the system of physical reality that if you think something is wrong and that belief is limiting you from exploring what you came here to explore and discovering who you truly are, then that limiting belief has to be shown to you. Now, it'll be shown to you in resistant thought. Oh, I saw a story on the news. That was wrong. Oh, how did you see that news story? Was that just a lucky coincidence? Or were you inspired to turn the TV on and it happens to have this news story right there? And you saw it. And then the resistant thought pops up. Oh, that's bad and wrong. That person shouldn't have done that to that other person. That's the easy manifestation event. The second you see something is wrong, you can address it and say, oh, no, 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 there is no wrong. This is first and foremost my understanding of how this universe works. So let's look at that mental construct that caused me to see it as wrong. Okay, it's an exploration for them. They need this. It's part of their journey. I don't need it anymore. I can see how the victim and the perpetrator came together vibrationally and had their experience. Now it triggered something in me. So there's some limiting belief there. Oh, I need to be safe. I need to protect myself from this. No, no, no. That's just me believing that I'm a victim to outside conditions. I have to see myself more as the creator that'll be more beneficial for me and it'll clear up my mental construct. So let's do a manifestation event form. Let's clear that up. Boom. That was easy. That didn't take that long at all. You've done that work. So now no other event has to come in to prove that because now when you receive inspiration, this little fear that you could be mugged on the streets of Portugal isn't stopping you from traveling to Portugal. You see, mm -hmm. you see a news story. Oh, you shouldn't go to Portugal because these pickpockets are out there and you are inspired to go to Portugal. And now this manifestation event comes up that says you are in fear of something like this happening to you. And so you must protect yourself by not traveling, by staying in your comfort zone. Of course, that's not true. It's just limiting. Now, let's imagine that there's something interesting 
as part of your journey of self-discovery in Portugal. And for some reason, you're getting all these ideas of Portugal and you're seeing all these travel shows to Portugal and you've happened to meet some friends who've gone there and they said it was great. And it's inexpensive and it looks like a, it's a beautiful place. And then you see this news story about Portugal. That's just showing you that you have some limiting belief. Now, why is that important? Because if you aren't able to process this limiting belief about being safe in other places, you will not take action. You will not do the thing you're inspired to do. And of course, that's every single inspiration you get. So imagine all the inspiration that you have in a year. It's flowing to you, flowing to you, flowing to you. And you're acting on some of it and you're progressing on your journey of self-discovery, but you're not acting on, say, 99.9% .9 of it. Because all these limiting beliefs are preventing it even from coming into your awareness. Now, let's say that you have, on the other side of that, this idea that I'd rather be traveling, I'd rather be doing all these things, and you're doing it because life at home is boring and it's annoying and the people around you are low vibrational and you have to pay all these bills and it's the same old thing every day. Well, you're not being neutral either. You're moving towards this thing that may have nothing to do with your journey. And so the inspiration's coming and you're so fixated on traveling that the inspiration that says, let's clean up this stuff first, you're just bypassing. You're just wishing. So what's happening here, it's not that you, Joy, is taking action to move in all these different directions that seem like fun. It's you avoiding the things you don't like and moving towards things that you do like and not receiving the inspiration or not being neutral. Okay, so let's say you came to a place of neutrality. Everything's good, there is no wrong in the universe. I've processed all these limiting beliefs. I have cleaned up my resentments and my regrets. I've cleaned up my anxiety and my worry about the future. I've come into this present moment. I have let go of my man-made desires that are mostly based in lack. I have no attachment to the outcome. I get in this neutral state and I'm in full appreciation and gratitude for the life that I have right now and everything exists right now. I'm just going through my day, connecting more, connecting more, connecting more, leaning into it and open to anything that comes. And so suddenly something comes, something you're invited to a party. Okay, go to the party. Great. You're invited over here. Okay, go over here. Someone gives you an idea. Oh, that's interesting. And that leads you here. And so you're open to any inspiration that comes, whether it comes straight to you in thought or in meditation or from someone else that comes along and says, how about this idea? You're open and you're open to the investigation. You don't have to drop everything and focus on this one idea and build this empire out of this one idea. You just bounce around, bounce around, bounce around, bounce around. Oh, but don't I have to finish what I start? What if I start something and fail? Now at your clear mental construct in neutrality, you give all that worry about failure up or about completing every single thing that comes through you. You are just living in the moment, in joy, at the highest excitement, as clear, as neutral, as available as you can be. And then you start to get source consciousness actually flowing through you. This will be an interesting thing when it happens. When this happens, it'll be profound. It'll be magical. It'll be 
giddy and joyful. It'll be interesting and fascinating. It'll be like Joan of Arc hearing the word of God saying, create an army and go do battle. You can't be stopped. Anything that comes to you, there's nothing that can stop you. Because why would anything stop anyone from doing anything? Fear and doubt. Attachment to some outcome. Limiting beliefs and even empowering beliefs. Some mental construct that is not clear, not a clear conduit of source consciousness. So we have over here the masses who have a mental construct based in fear, based in limitation, based in the perception of themselves and everything else as imperfect. And they are just bombarded with manifestation events all day, every day. Something happens good, they feel good. Something happens bad, they feel bad. They have no agency over their feelings. Those of you who have come along with us, you're clearing up your mental construct, you're vibrating at a higher level, you're more available to source consciousness than ever before. Oh, what happens? Intuitive abilities, direct communication, channeling, psychic abilities, mm-hmm. clear understanding of who you are, self-discovery. All the things you came here for are opening up for you. That's this process of taking this mental construct that's full of limitations and alchemizing it into a mental construct that's clear and neutral. Who's going to think that neutrality is a beneficial idea? The masses won't think that. Once you have done enough processing of limiting beliefs, it becomes obvious to you that everything you thought you wanted was based in lack, that everything that you were moving towards was chasing a carrot on the end of a stick, that everything you were doing to improve your life was based in the perception of yourself as imperfect or that your life was imperfect. Now all that's gone. Now all that muck is out of your mental construct. And so your mental construct is clear. It's receptive. It's aligned with who you truly are. And you start to see it. It makes sense. All you're doing on this journey, this evolution, this ascension journey is starting out with a very muddy mental construct and clearing it up and clearing it up and clearing it up and shining it up and cleaning it up so that it becomes clear. You're all at the forefront of this, all of you. Whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, you can't be listening to this. It's not possible. If you hadn't already cleaned up so much over the lifetimes so that you are more free, more abundant, more inspired, more emotionally sensitive than at any other point and that compared to the rest of the masses who were follow at a later date. You're on the leading edge of the leading edge of thought. So you've come here. Now you've all come here because you thought, well, I really want to improve. I really want to fix things. I really want to have more money, better health, better relationships, all these things. So I want to use this information to change my life. And what you found is that your life was always perfect, but you couldn't see it because that mental construct was all obscuring it. It was a filter by which you perceived your reality. And as you've processed limiting beliefs, that gets clearer and clearer and clearer. So you can finally see that the life that you have now is every single thing you wanted. It was perfect by design, designed by you prior to your birth. Every aspect of it, 
the day, the minute, the place of your birth, who you were born to, your name, your body, your inherent interest, your personality, all these things were chosen by you. It's all recorded in the DNA. Now, it exists in the DNA as potentiality. Imagine unlocking the code of the DNA to live the life that you designed. Well, guess what? That was unlocked the day you were born. You just couldn't see it. You weren't aware of it. You thought you had to be different than you are in order to be happy. This idea of happiness. We say, move aside that idea of happiness and look towards the idea of satisfaction. That feeling of satisfaction, knowing that you are on your path and everything you are doing is perfect. It's always been perfect. So all the things you think are mistakes or things you regret or resent, all of those things had to happen, of course, perfectly, so that you would be moved to this moment in time where you're asking this question that eventually millions of people will listen to and hear in some form or another. You were inspired to ask this perfect question at this perfect time because we've never been able to bring forth such a clear understanding of neutrality and the benefits of it. Where everyone else is thinking, the last thing I want to do is be neutral. I want to have an opinion. I want to take a stand. I want to fight for something or fight against something. I want to go here. This is where I want to be. I want to get away from there. I don't like that place. If I say neutral, I'm stuck where I am. The lever that moves my car forward or reverse, at least I'm going somewhere. If I'm in neutral, I'm not going anywhere. Why do you want to go anywhere? That's the whole point. Why do you want to go anywhere? The person driving that car is looking at the roadmap from a limited perspective. You don't know where you're supposed to be going. You just want to get out of here. And we say before you can finally understand where you're going, you need a new roadmap. You're driving along with the roadmap of Western society telling you what's good and where you should be and, and what's successful and what looks good to other people, what status is. That's an old roadmap based in a murky mental construct. When you get neutral, you're handed a new roadmap. And that roadmap... Every inch of it is lined with satisfaction. Fantastic. I, I want to get off the zigzag. So I, I appreciate that um, analogy for me because I, I zigzag. And I, so I'm, I'm trying to make my cube clear. So thank you so much, Joshua. Everyone zigzags. Everyone zigzags. Well, I'm, I'm trying to be neutral. I'm working on it. Here's how you be more. neutral. Yeah. Don't try. Okay, just be. Don't try. Okay. Give up trying. Give up doing. Give up anything that's based in your limited perspective. Just reach for the inspiration and move in that direction one step at a time. And if you fall off the step, reach for more inspiration and take another step. That's all you got to do. You're almost there. You're so close. Far ahead on this trail that will lead you to everything you want. You are right there and you'll get there quicker than you could imagine. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Joshua, just going off of that question, is there a difference between preferences and, or is that just a way of us telling ourselves that we're being neutral <laughs> or? 
Like you oh. were talking about hot and cold and I prefer to be in a warm climate. I think it's my preference, but I think it's a perfect universe that it offers both for people who prefer to be cold. If that makes sense. There's nothing wrong with preference. Preference is a wonderful thing, but where did the preference come from? So the preference for warmth may have been coming from years of living in the cold. I don't like the cold. I don't like the cold. I don't like the cold. And so the preference is to move to somewhere warm. Well, at least you're moving. At least you're doing something new and having new experiences and all these wonderful things. But what if you were instead saying, I don't mind anything. I'm available to anything. Because physically, while I perceive that I like the warmth and I hate the cold, I would prefer to be in the warmth. Now your inner self is guiding you on this journey of self-discovery every single step of the way. But what you've done is you've taken all the territory on the planet that is 50 degrees and below off the map. And so now where you can travel is on this narrow band. Where you can move to is on this narrow band. Well, what if, and we're not saying, of course, we're just giving an idea out here, but what if Norway popped up some inspiration to go to Norway? What if that popped up? Well, you said, well, maybe I'd go, but I'm not going to go unless it's July and August, because otherwise it's too cold. And that whole thought process you can see is limiting. It just limits you to going to Norway in those two months and removes 10 months out of your choice point. You see? So imagine you were having this inspired idea and all of these preferences, well, I can't do it because of that. I can't do it because of that. I can't do it because of that. And so what you're doing is you're narrowing your choices. You're Available choices are within this narrow band and everything outside of that band is now not available to you because it not, does not fit those preferences. What is freedom? Freedom is opening up the entirety of choice, every single possible choice. There is no limitation on the choices available to you in the moment, unless you have preferences or attachment to outcomes or limiting beliefs or a dualistic mindset of right and wrong. I can't do that. What would people think? I can't do that. That's not good. That's not good. What will people think? What will I think? Well, how can I live with myself if I do this thing? I can't do that because all these people won't come along with me. I need them all to be with me as I go along and do these things. So all we're saying is the limitation is creating a narrow band of possible choices. And so when the inspiration hits all the other possible choices that don't fit within that narrow band, they're not available to you. From the limited perspective, you say, okay, I'm going to live this life. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to get people to love, like, love, and respect me. I'm going to get enough money. I'm going to do these things I want to do. I'm going to live this style of life. Awesome. That's wonderful. Nothing wrong with that at all. That's fantastic. It's just limiting. What if you knew the only reason you're here is to discover who you truly are, the power that you truly are, the limitless nature that you are? Well, two things would have to happen. 
you'd have to open up your range, your range of possibilities. That means you care a little bit less about your preferences. You care a little bit less about what people think. You care a little bit less about right and wrong, good and bad. And you see yourself from this higher perspective. And if an idea comes through, you don't automatically discount it. You think about it. Oh, if I did this, it would lead to that. Oh, that's an attachment to an outcome. That's a belief in some manifestation that could lead to loss or failure, rejection, or some kind of negative emotion. So you don't want to go off in those directions. Now, the inspiration is only saying, hey, do this one little thing. Just this one little thing that you can do in the moment. But the preferences is saying, well, if I do it, maybe that will lead to this thing I want. So I'll do it. But if it doesn't lead to the thing I want, my preference, I won't do it. And so you just cut off the inspiration that's coming to you. There's nothing wrong with that. But you've come here for exponential growth. You couldn't be here otherwise. You couldn't know Tracy. You couldn't know Gary. You couldn't know them. You would not be able to know them. But there's a vibration that's in you that was placed in there from the non-physical. When you and Gary and Tracy were planning these lives, Gary put a little vibration of himself in you. Tracy put a little vibration. You put little vibrations in them. And so you met up because those vibrations were attracting. And so you met up. Why did you meet up? Because you wanted to discover more about who you are in this lifetime. You wanted to have more tools available to you. You wanted to be more free and abundant and joyful and interesting and satisfying. And so because of these pre-birth intentions, you've come along this life and had these experiences and are interested in these ideas. At first, you're interested in them because you say, well, I have this anxiety. I'd like to get rid of that. I have this images of myself that I don't like. I want to change those. And so that was all based in control in the beginning. And so all of you who are coming to these teachings want to change something, want to improve something, see yourselves as imperfect. And that's just the illusion. That's just a mental construct that's full of smoke. You want to clear that up. And so this is what you're doing. You're clearing it up. You're not changing conditions. You're not changing yourself. You're not doing anything. You're not, you're not manifesting these things you think you want. You're just clearing up that mental construct so that you can live a more satisfying life, a more peaceful life, a more calm life, a more enjoyable life. Not by changing anything, but by seeing through everything. By understanding who you are, who Rich is, who everyone else is, and that these conditions that you created are perfect now. And from here, you have absolute freedom to go anywhere else you wanna go because you're the captain of your ship. You thought you were a passenger. You thought you had no control. You don't even want control. I don't know how to steer this ship. I don't know where the throttle is. I don't know where to put the gas. I don't know how to navigate this. You don't have to know any of that. Why? Because your inner self knows. Your inner self will send you every thought, every idea, every communication that you need to traverse your journey as long as you're focused in the right direction yourself. But if you're looking over here, is that safe? If you're looking, is that good? Is that bad? Like most people, you're just going to go around in circles the whole time. And you're going to say, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm stuck because they're all going around in circles. Boom, boom, bouncing off, bouncing off. And then they withdraw. 
because going around circles for a while is unsatisfying. And they're facing so many manifestation events that they feel negative emotion. So they disconnect, disconnect. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to do this job anymore. I don't want to go to that, go outside my house anymore. I just want to stay quiet and watch TV in my comfort zone. So they're trying to stay still, but they're vibrating. They're always moving. So no matter what they do, they're going to face manifestation events because they're on a journey of self-discovery, just like you are. But you've come to this place of greater awareness. You have tools. You have an understanding. Intellectually, you have a new perception of how reality works, who you are, who everyone else is, the conditions, all those things. And now you get to practice them, put them into practice once in a while. Play with them. Think about things. You must realize you're thinking about things on a very high level. You're thinking about things on a high level, and this is vibrational work. This is the work that moves you ahead. You don't have to know yourself as source. You don't have to know yourself as the creator of your reality. You don't have to be able to snap your fingers and manifest things. All you have to do is think about it. Do I feel good? Do I feel bad? What's causing me to feel good? Why am I moving in the direction of this? Why do I have this presence? Am I neutral? Can I really appreciate my conditions? Can I really appreciate the people in my lives? Can I really appreciate myself for all that I've done in this life? Can I really see that there is no limit to me? As long as I open up that band, open up that band to accept all possibilities. Wonderful question. Can I, can I ask just yes, Jessica. as a tie-in to all of this, which was perfect. So I was listening to the freedom meditation this morning. I still have to sleep, but the one sentence that completely stood out was embrace change. Totally woke me up, really. And so I was thinking that if we embrace change, we're really neutral, aren't we? So can we say that change is neutrality, experiencing change and embracing it? equals neutrality absolutely okay i just want a confirmation well let's say that everything is neutral mm -hmm. change could be seen as good or bad the difficulty is that if you're existing in a state of appreciation for what mm -hmm. you have now mm -hmm. change may seem a little risky right <laughs> what if i lose what i have now yeah 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 but that's from the mentality of the victim who perceives that outside conditions can make them feel something and that they're not the creator of the reality. Mm -hmm. So fear of loss, clearly. The creator knows that everything is changing billions of times a second. Mm -hmm. Think about the cells in your body. Trillions mm -hmm. of cells in your body. They're popping out and popping in. So your body is always changing. Yes. There's never a second where there isn't massive amounts of change in the cellular structure of your body. Which is movement, which is what you it's said all, earlier. And yeah. each cell is moving. Mm -hmm. No cell is stagnant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Each cell is moving. Or it's dead. Mm -hmm. And then it's just absorbed. You see? So the only thing that's not moving in physical reality is something that's dead. And that pops out of physical reality the instant it dies. Think of a, an ant that dies. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's whole life it's been moving. And then it stops moving. So the soul of the ant pops back into non-physical. And every cell in that ant metamorphosizes into non-physical at some rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And eventually over time, there is nothing resembling the ant. It becomes mm-hmm. food for other ants or food for something else or part of the soil or whatever it is. And so all that energy is then transmuted into something else. So it's always this ebb and flow of energy. Always moving, always moving. There's nothing static in the universe. You live on this rock called planet Earth. You know that it's revolving around the sun. It's revolving itself. The moon's revolving around that. It's moving around the sun once a year. It's revolving once a day. And the entire solar system is zooming through space into new areas, into unexplored areas of space, expanding, expanding, expanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there is nothing static in the universe. Everything Mm -hmm. is moving all the time. That's why we want to embrace change. Yeah. Everything is changing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in this moment that we've talked to you, this planet has probably moved many, many, many miles through space in new dimensions every time with new, as it's revolving, new exposure to other planets, to other energies coming in. It's never, ever static. So how could you want things to stay the same? That can only be perceived from a highly limited perspective. Right. Now, from the highest perspective, you would be able to perceive all the change. So from the perspective of source, source can, can perceive all the change of the entire universe in the same moment, moment by moment by moment, mm-hmm. absorbing all the change, all the emotions of every consciousness, all the things that are going on. Imagine grasping all of that. Mm -hmm. From your perspective, you say, okay, well, the window is at the same place it was before. That flower is the same place. The doors are in the same place. Everything seems the same because that's the law of continuity. Mm -hmm. But in fact, every aspect of all of it is changing. Mm -hmm. It's always changing. Now, you're here as an explorer. So you're here to go through all these changes, Mm -hmm. change of scenery, change of friends, change of environment, change of age, change of physical look, change of physical size, change of careers, change of all these things, income, all these things going on. If you think some things are good and some things are bad, you'll resist the things you think are bad. And you'll move towards the things that are good in opposition to the truth of what's really happening. The truth of what's really happening can only be found in the neutrality of the moment. Otherwise, you'd be focused on bad, focused on good, focused on what you want, focused on what you don't want. You see? Mm-hmm. You collapse all that in by releasing it. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really bad. Yeah, I think I want that, but if it doesn't happen, that's okay. I think I prefer that, but you know what? I'm open 
to my guidance because I understand that my inner self has a higher perspective, can really see who I am, what my journey really is, where I am best suited going. So think about this idea of Atlanta. I don't want to go to Atlanta. I don't want to go to Atlanta. I like LA. I like LA. I don't want to go to Atlanta. I don't want to go to Atlanta. Okay, you can resist it. You can resist it. You can resist it. You can come up with your form of control over it if you want to. But if you're supposed to go to Atlanta, you're going to Atlanta. Atlanta, you think it's where you don't want to go. It's not your preference. LA is your preference. But you don't know what's going to happen in LA next year. And you don't know what's going to happen in Atlanta next year. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. You could go to Atlanta and we will say with high confidence that you will say, oh my God, this was the best thing I ever did. I can't believe I resisted this. This is fantastic. So you're going whether you want to go or not. Mm-hmm. Now you can go easy or you can go hard. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So where you're going to go is where you're going to go. Now, it seems like you don't have free will in that. But you're the one who wants to go to Atlanta. The limited version of you thinks you don't want to go to Atlanta. You right, see? Right, right. You are the one that wants to go to Atlanta. You are I the, created the one this. I absolutely. Yeah, I created it for a reason. Yeah. For a reason, for a purpose, a higher mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So if you could embrace that change and look, open your eyes, open your eyes. Oh, there's a person there who's, I keep seeing, I'm going to push past the fear and go up and say hi to that person. There's a reason I'm seeing them. They're lighting up for me. Oh, there's a house or there's an apartment or there's a thing or there's a thing over here or there's a place to go. All these things are going to be popping up for you. Mm -hmm. But if you're holding on to this resentment, oh, I can't believe I'm not in LA, which, which you would see the masses would do. They're not going to be open to all the inspiration that's going to come to why you're in Atlanta in the first place. Mm-hmm. You have a higher vibrational mental construct. Mm-hmm. After all that you've been through now, mm-hmm. that you know for sure that this is right. Right. There's no and denying that it. that opens yeah. you up to all the possibilities and potential that this change has in your, not what you think you want, but in your journey of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. underlying everything in this reality is that journey of self-discovery, that expansive, wonderful, creative, satisfying journey that you really wanted to explore in this lifetime. That's what's there, not just for you, but for everyone who knows of you, for mm-hmm. everything that you're going to do in the future. All of this is culminating in this pre, these pre-birth intentions. Mm-hmm. And this knowing that you would discover information that would allow you to connect deeply to the inspiration, wisdom, and guidance of your inner self without fighting. So the rest of the masses are fighting the conditions, fighting the people, fighting who they think they are, fighting their ideal, being moved towards their ideals and away from the things they don't want. It's all movement. It's all change. But they're in resistance, struggle, effort, dissatisfaction, and suffering. Mm -hmm. The only difference between you and them is your mental construct. Mm -hmm. And you've done that work. You've done the work. You've acted on enough inspiration. You've had enough interest. You understood the benefit of all. You've done the work. And so 
Is this going to lead to the life that you imagine you having? Well, if you can think about the life you imagine you having, <clears throat> it's still being imagined from a limited perspective. <clears throat> you're going to change. You're going to grow. You're going to expand. And in a year, your mental construct is going to be even clearer. And you're going to realize, just like you realize now, that everything is working out. But in a year, you'll have a higher perspective. You'll be even more open. You'll receive even more inspiration. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to push past more fear. It'll be easier. You'll have even more confidence mm -hmm. because of the change that's taken place over this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got it. So the change is always leading you to everything you want. The resistance to change is just resistance. It's just resistance based in fear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are creating it all and you're not going to create the same thing over and over again. You're creating new and inherent in the new is change. Mm -hmm. So yeah. all change is good. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. Thank you so very much. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you. We have time for one quick silly question. This has to be the silliest question anyone's ever asked in the history of the universe. Who has the silly question? I have one. Excellent. Audrey. What's the difference between Joshua, you, and Yeshua? All is one. All is connected. All is mind. All is looking at it from the higher perspective. All is essentially saying the same thing. All is source consciousness. All is clarity, but there are degrees. What you would imagine, Yeshua, Christ consciousness, any non-physical teacher, any ancient teachings, any spiritual practice comes with a degree of fine tuning. Some are more general and some are more specific. We are on the more specific range. We are on the more practical range. We are on the, on the more human range. We are on the less esoteric range. We are on the less futuristic range, the less galactic range. We have narrowed it down because of Gary, and this is a co-creative experience so that it is practical and fun and interesting and actionable, yet it is the same information. So those of you who are attracted to this information are looking for something more specific. You've had enough experience in physical reality. You've had many lives before, your old souls. You are coming together because you had something in your vibration that was wanting this information to come out, but you wanted to come out in a way that appealed to your sensibilities. Other people like mediums or aliens or more fantastical things or unicorns and rainbows. They like more general things because they're still more of in the illusion. When we say that you are on the leading edge of the leading edge of the leading edge of thought, you are looking for and ready to receive information that is beyond the comprehension of most of humanity. So every teacher is just guiding all of those who come to that teacher along a journey of self-discovery. Up to this point, you've gone through whatever teachers you've gone through, and now you've found us, 
and then from us you might go on to something else. We are just one stage of that. You are interested in more practical applications like areas, you want fundamental ideas that you can put into action, you want to understand what's limiting you and why you're not living as free and abundantly as you'd like to live. And so you've asked us by your asking to bring forth tools such as the Manifestation Event Forum and the boot camp and the Ascension Experience and the meditations and all these things, all the books, because you are ready for this level. You're ready for, you, you came at this vibration. So then the difference between Joshua and Abraham and, and Seth and anyone else, any other entity that's coming through any other channel or any other source is just a vibration. We're at this vibration, another one's at that vibration, another one's at that vibration, another one's at vi that vibration. There is a little vibrational piece of you that you added in prior to your birth that would be gravitating towards this vibration of information. To get here, you had to have other teachings maybe or other experiences or some trajectory that would lead you here. And along the way, you've likely been attracted to other teachings, human or non-physical, that opened up your belief system enough that you could eventually arrive here. If you weren't ready to be here, you wouldn't understand a word we're saying. It wouldn't make any sense to you at all. And so if this conversation falls upon someone, maybe they're sitting next to a loved one who's intently listening to it, they won't understand much of it. They'll understand points here and there, or they'll think it's nonsense, or they'll reject it in some way, or they'll think that it's the devil's work or whatever it is based in their mental construct. But you all have created the mental construct that you're ready for this information at whatever degree you're ready for it. Some of you are ready to leap into it. Some of you are ready to dabble into it. Some are, are keeping it at a little bit of a distance, thinking that, all right, I'll play with it and see what happens and see if my reality changes or I get what I want. Some of you want to use it to control your reality. All that is fine. But it's the vibration that you've accessed somehow. When you alter your mental construct, you become available to higher vibrational thoughts and ideas and communications. These thoughts and ideas are also being elevated in its vibration as well. So let's imagine that we had you all, this group of you, from the first life that you've all ever lived. And you came in with a very dark, dense mental construct. And so we would be with you in those days, guiding you along with simple, basic musings about very general aspects of the laws of the universe and who you are and these sort of things. And then you would come into another life with a little bit more clear mental construct. You would have absorbed all the experiences when you transitioned to non-physical, you chose a new life. And we'd be a little bit more specific than we were the first life, guiding you along, guiding you along, only because you've asked for it. So you determine where we sit vibrationally. It's a vibrational match. Go on to another level, another level, another level. And every time that you expand, so do we. As you've been expanding lately and lately and lately, if you've been rising up, 
you've been allowing us to access brand new ideas and brand new thoughts and brand new ways of explaining things. The zero point choice, neutrality, in ways that have never been explained before, even though they are right there in the text of ancient teachings for anyone to look at. But the way that that was described or translated isn't really of a vibrational match to the modern version of you now. And so you've brought us in to come up with new ways of explaining these concepts. Because you're a vibrational match to this information, and because you've asked for it in a certain way, you're allowing it to come through Gary in a way that's more clear and has never been expressed similarly before. Every time that you listen to these recordings or this conversation, not just the words are vibrational, but the underlying connection between you, your inner self, source, us, we're all part of this big family. You're moving all of us to a new vibration. So we're all in this together. You may also hear other teachers. You may also read other books. You may also listen to other podcasts. And because you're at this high vibration, you will pick up things that other people won't pick up. And this will unlock new thoughts and new ideas in you. So once something is unlocked in you, it's unlocked for all of us, for all the other people who are listening to this, for us in the non-physical. This is a co-creative process of vibration. And we are all collectively raising that vibration. That is just not just of benefit to you. It's of benefit to the mass consciousness. Because every time you unlock a thought or an idea that is something new or something, some kind of insight, some kind of aha moment, that now becomes part of the mass consciousness, part of the thought, the thoughts that are available to all humans. This then allows them, when they're ready for it, to become a, when they become a vibrational match to it, to also have the same aha moments. And so a lot of people who will be listening to this at a later date in response to these wonderful questions that you're asking, because they're listening at the vibration of wherever they are, but also in that vibration is the connection. If you think about your phones, when you call someone else, you do it easily and effortlessly, and you can reach them at any time at any place on the planet because you have synced up with them vibrationally. Now the phone's going through different wires and different towers and tracing around the whole world to connect to you and to the other person. But this is exactly the same thing that happens when you are all interested in some teachings or some new ideas. You're all connecting to each other at this frequency that very few have ever met before. So not just the words, but the co-creative intent inherent in this collection of people who are listening to this information and intellectually altering their mental construct, you as a group are raising your vibration. So when one of you gets to a point and says, aha, that's interesting, all of you have access to that. And then when all of you get to that point of, aha, that's interesting, the rest of the mass consciousness is as well. 
So it's this elevation of vibrational frequency that's exponentially occurring because you are interested. You are participating. You are changing your way of being, your approach to life. You're not reacting to the things you used to react to. You're thinking of yourselves in higher terms and you're moving exponentially the entire mass consciousness of this planet. They may not see it yet. They may not get the benefit in these lifetimes yet, but this is a process that takes many lifetimes. But you can see that all of this only started a few thousand years ago. If you looked at the progress of humanity from 15,000 years ago to now, over the last hundred years or so, the vibration of the mass consciousness has elevated to fantastical heights, never before thought possible. And it will elevate and elevate and elevate and elevate. And those of you on the leading edge of this thought who have come together because you are more open and receptive to these crazy ideas of the laws of the universe and this idea that you're perfect and things that others aren't ready to accept yet, you're braving new trails for them to follow. This co-creative process is incredibly magnificent and powerful. We don't even have words to describe what's happening on this planet. It's shifting at such enormous, elevated potential that's being created in every single moment. When one of you unlocks a new idea, then that idea is available to millions of people at the same time. You may have heard in the past that certain inventions were made at the same time at different places than planet, especially in the years before phones and even telegraphs, that this thing popped up at the same time as this thing. How did that happen? Because when one person becomes a vibrational match to an idea, it becomes available to anyone who's also rises to that. It starts flowing easily, like rain flowing down upon anyone who's receptive to it. When you're in a state of neutrality, there's nothing present, preventing you from being receptive to any idea. The only thing preventing people from being receptive to new ideas is this mental construct that's based in limiting beliefs that are not true. Yet they hold on to those limiting beliefs in an attempt to feel safe. Coming to neutrality, you have to be vulnerable. You have to say, I lay down before you open to anything that I'm inspired to do without any attachment to anything, not to what I think is good or bad, not to right or wrong, not to preferences, not to outcomes that I think would be beneficial. I am vulnerable. I don't need to protect myself because I am the creator of this and I have absolute trust in myself as the creator in pure, unadulterated connection to source. And since source is love, everything has to be perfect because everything is a manifestation of source, including every inspired idea you get. And with that, we are complete. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joshua. Yeah, that was a really silly question. No, that was a fantastic question. All right, I hope you got as much out of that one as I did. It's very interesting there, the idea of alchemizing your mental construct to make it more empowering. That's what we're doing by processing limiting beliefs and that sort of thing. There's a course that will get you started. Uh, it's the introductory course. 
It's called the seven day course. You can see it there on the website and it's $79. And if you'd like to take that course, you can use our coupon code five O off to get $50 off of that. So check that out and check out the new audiobook, A Perception of Reality. And if you have any questions for me, you can send them anytime to garybodley at gmail.com. Okay, have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Joshua Live. If you have a question you would like Joshua to answer on the show, send us a message on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash teachings of Joshua. As always, Remember that you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.